Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the MBL News Podcast. Joined by Jackson and Aiden once again. How's your Christmas break been? Busy. Very busy at work. Very busy with family commitments. <laughs> yeah, we're lucky to get this episode out today. I know. Um, but um, doing it on the Wednesday, there's no game today, which is a bit odd. You'd think there'd be a game today, considering they played on, Christ- on Christmas Day. But it's just fatiguing. It it's the thinking that there's going to be a game on. But anyway. It should be, but can't have a game every day, can you? Anyway, um, let's talk about the Christmas game. Because it was, it was unique. It was the first time in history, professional game, and there was lots of people, particularly not NBL fans, that were saying, oh, leave the day for without sports and it will never work, yada, yada. But 7,000 people rocked up, which is a pretty good crowd. You couldn't get those numbers at a Kings game about six years ago, I would say, five years ago even. And they're getting that on Christmas Day, which is remarkable. TV numbers were were all right. I was expecting a little bit higher. It said three hundred thousand plus viewership reach. I don't I don't know the exact stats for that, but um, I think it could have been. They could have had a bit more numbers. It wasn't, you know, the number one thing everyone was tuning into on Christmas Day. So it was a few minor wins. Could be better. Could be. Um, more improved, but what do we reckon of the Christmas Day games? Kings got the win. It was a good game up until the fourth quarter, but what do we think of, of the game on Christmas Day in general, Jackson? Uh, it was a it was a success, um, majorly, and um, even though the attendance was, I want to say, one of the lower attendances for Sydney this year, it was still a very good turnout for, you know, given the day, you know, they still got, I want to say, seven hundred k. Seven, seven and a hundred, but it was very good. And um, I don't really know about TV audiences because I said viewership instead of viewers, so I don't really know if that equates to people or just TV screens or whatever. But three hundred k is still a very good um rating on that for paid. I think that was only paid TV. I may be wrong, but um, the game itself was good. And um, I'll talk about what I think will happen in the future a bit later in my hot take. But um, it's it's been a success so far. And credit to Sydney for having the balls to do it because I don't think anybody else would. And also to United for going up there. And? Well, they brought in the commentators, like I said last week. So that was good. But, like I feel like that would have worked so much better than having them in this year. So that's a big bonus. Um, I only watched like the second half, so I didn't see the first half. So, yeah, I reckon it was a good game. It was just United got blown away and just didn't really compete for a while. But overall, good performance from both teams. It was interesting. Gordon missed that game. Um, for me, it did say illness, but I feel like I just had a little bit kid. of a hunch that mm. he just didn't want to fly to Sydney for Christmas. Look, Day. at least it's not dental work like Delhi last year. Like. Could could have been a worse injury, but um, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I I still I do get it though why he didn't go if that's the case. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm I'm still worried about it, and people still they say yeah it was a success. I mean, people did go to the game and it was a great game, etc. But you still got to consider the the families and and everything else. But then you you got to recognize that even if you play on Boxing Day, 
whatever sport it is that plays on Boxing Day or mm. Christmas Eve, they still got to fly, you know, on Christmas Day. Anyway, you look at the breakers, they had to fly on Christmas Day still to, to get to Tassie. Um, same goes with any sport, you know. Cricket, Australia The team. cricket, you know, the, they're, they're all in Melbourne on Christmas Day. Um, Any sport in Australia, A-League, yeah. et cetera. Like, the if thing you plan is on we've... Boxing Day, you've got to have to travel mm. on Christmas Day too. So it's like you can't win. So um, I think it's fine. They started a tradition. It'll be interesting to see if other mm. leagues follow um, or if the NBL continues. Maybe two games on the same day will be, will be pretty cool. But I think it will only... I, I reckon think... it'll be a Melbourne game. I don't reckon it'll be a Melbourne. I don't know. Do you, do you think it would only work? I think it's kind of nonsense that people are saying that, oh, it will only work if it's two teams from the same same state. But it's like you still. It'll be easier to run it if it's two teams in the same state. But yeah, I don't think it'll be two Melbourne teams. Players would want to play a bit more if they think, weren't traveling. Yeah. Well, I don't think it'll be two Melbourne teams due to the staff at the Australian Olympic Park and all that, and they want to get there ready to go. They don't want to take the jump shot. Yeah, because they did limit Kudos mm-hmm. Bank Arena crowd, even though it yeah, they limited 10, it to like ten k. Yeah, to the lower yeah. bowl. So. It'll be interesting to see how it works next season. It'll be interesting to see if other sports follows. But I, I think it was a good success. It was good, um, you know, just just to try it out. That's what the NBL is about. You know, that you look try for in the means. market. You know, no one's done it before. So just try it out. If it didn't work, so be it. I thought I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it I still think it needs a few improvements though, um, to make it better, uh, in my yep. opinion. But um. Right. I, th- I think it was pretty good. I think we'll see it back next year for sure. Um, it, it's just a matter of, of making it perfect, making it all right. Um, another great game happened last round as well. Melbourne United, open-air game. That was a sensational game to be at. Um, you know, they haven't had it for three years, I'd like to say, since before, since the 2019-20 season. And uh, it was a glorious game. Sold out crowd, you could see. I, I, day. I, I tweeted one of the shots. Um, they had a, a drone shot over the stadium, and it was beautiful. It, it was it was an amazing shot, and it's why I love supporting this league. When you get shots like that, of you know over ten thousand people open air game, no other basketball league in the world does that, and um, it was remarkable to see to see Aiden. What do you uh, think of the open air game? You were there yourself. The winner finally showed up and didn't give us a, you know thunderstorm when the clouds came out. Um, I feel like Melbourne only gave away that game. They were up by a good margin mm. in that last three minutes, and then I looked at the last two minutes. I'm like, oh, I can go go home. Turn around, and I'm like, oh crap, this could go to overtime. I was like, I don't really want to go overtime. I Three, four overtime, cool misses. Yeah, you know, I was yeah. Well, I don't think if Hogue was open, Hogue would have taken that shot. Let's be honest, Hogue would have got they, the ball. They double teamed him. They knew yeah. where they were going. They knew if anyone's going to hit this shot on Kansas, it's going to be DJ Hogg. And what yep. do they do? Double McCall. team him, almost triple team him, I think, at the end. So, yep. force McCall for a shot. And, and there was instances like that at the end of the game. I um, feel like United should have won by more, to be perfectly honest. They were... Kansas couldn't hit a shot, but, like, Melbourne should have pointed a bit away. Yeah, I think with Kansas, just live and die by the three. Like, watching yep. that game, it was just like... Hands are like if you're not hitting threes, you know, you're not going to win. But if you're hitting threes, you've got to win. I mean, it's a simple thing to say, but it, yeah. most of the shots are coming from three-point range, even though percentage is not as, as good. Um, they're just nope. chucking them up. And um, Jackson, what, what do you reckon of the game? 
Um, I I was thoroughly surprised by how many three pointers the teams made combined. Like they had ten, they had ten each, and it would have been twenty of I want to say fifty. Looking at it now, and um, I was very surprised by that, considering you know the whole open air stuff. I remember the last open air game they had against Perth. Um, nobody could hit a three pointer to save their lives, so that was very good. And um, it was very, especially the last minute was reminding me of the Perth Melbourne game earlier in the season where <laughs> Melbourne choked away, and I thought it was going to happen again. But um, luckily, Tajir McCall was shooting the three and not anybody else on that Cairns team. Like the final five they had out there was Hogue, Scott, Pinder, Jarek, and McCall. Everybody besides Pinder and McCall can effectively shoot a three so um yeah it was a good game to watch in the end even though it was a bit slow to get going but um it was a great game to watch they did in-house commentary for that game that's all oh yeah 100 percent. they need in-house commentary for yeah. every nbl game yeah. no but yeah i know but like for like for a game like that that would have been perfect yeah it was it was sensational one of the best traditions in the nbl to have the open air game and i'm excited to, to see Perth's one. You're going to that one, Jackson, maybe? Uh, potentially. I need to be back in Melbourne for the 16th because I'm going to the Oz Open. The game's on the 14th, so we'll wait maybe. and see. Um, But, yeah, another one to look forward to in Perth. Um, It's, it's always good, an open-air game. It's it's some different, and people say, some people actually think that wind affects the shots in the game. I, I don't think it, it matters at all. I'm, I'm just glad it didn't rain. Um, um, but... I was a bit surprised. I mean, I've never been to one, but I saw shots of it. They didn't actually open the roof until, like, the game started. They and they had pre-shots without the roof open, so... They were doing yeah. it while they were warming up. Right, yeah. It's a whole spectacle, you know, the countdown and everything, so... <laughs> they they like overhyped it, I reckon, just a little bit. The jumping Not really. No, no, the countdown, Wayne, Wayne's countdown. He was, like, waiting for a good solid 10, 15 seconds after. That yeah, I heard the roof normally takes about like five minutes to half an hour to close. It was pretty quick to open. Yeah. Um, but glad it didn't rain. It was well a- after half time I thought it was gonna rain. I felt great clouds. I'm like, oh this Yeah. Is glad it held off. Um because it was a good game. It was a really mm. good game. And um they should make that Melbourne Cairns game a tradition. Get Cairns in a traditional game. They, they <laughs> sometimes have New Year's game. Eve, but um, Yeah, they're doing yeah, New Year's get... Eve again this year. Yeah, so you know, it's always good to have, you know, like a, a Boxing Day or an Open Air game or a, a Christmas Day game with certain teams. Always like those type of games. It always you Is know, there an Australia Day tradition that we have in the NBL or not really? They do have games on Australia Day, but not certain teams. I'd like to see that more often where certain mm. teams are always playing on this on day. Specific it's day. just my yeah. opinion. It's just it's something to always look forward to on the fixture. But then again, it's always good to have change, so... Changes. Um, Southeast Melbourne, your Southeast Melbourne, Aiden. They they have a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. Gary Brown, Alan Williams, Ryan Brockoff, Joe Cheese not not in the squad at the moment. Um, who I'm who, I'm, I'm definitely missing someone else. Trek big sauce. No, he said big sauce. Three um, of this, three of your starters are at least missing. And um, Gary Brown and nearly beat Adelaide. Yeah, and he nearly beat Adelaide. Um, you did, however, um, beat um, Brisbane. Who, who, Brisbane, which do you, do you count it? It was still a. I mean, Brisbane beat Perth. Just going to put it out there. Just. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. 
So twice, Jackson, not just once, twice. In overtime. Exactly. I think anyway. that Brisbane game, though, they killed them. They did have Swartz that game, but he, I think he only played half of it because of his injury. Yeah. Um, but I think that game demonstrated that Mitch Creek is clearly the favourite for MVP. You know, when you're depleted, yes, you can say it's a Brisbane side, you know, mm. but, you know, you're missing uh, an import really? and a half that game. You're missing Ryan Brockoff, missing another guy, Joe Chi, who, who you're expecting to play a bigger role during the season. Yeah. Um, and they still win by 30-odd points. And I think that's mainly thanks to, to Mitch Creek. And I think that game showed why he's MVP. Well. Yeah, Trey Kill was, was huge in that game too. Junior Madud. Oh, and Fox does what he does. And, uh, and look, it's, okay, we've we talked about like, their bench before. And um, it's finally showed out that their bench recently, these last couple games where they've oh, had a like lot of what, players. 18? Yeah, they've had a lot of players um, depleted. Mm. Um, so... You know, it's their bench has actually stepped up. We talked about bench points in the past. I've asked Simon Mitchell about it, and their their bench has been all too good. But Grant looked good. Smith built a fourteen off the bench. Foxwell ten off the bench. I mean, they're really Kyle good against Adam Adelaide, good despite the loss. Um, yeah, Jackson, what, it, what what do you make of the Phoenix with their their losses? Uh, injuries just plague teams sometimes, and that is what happened. And um. Like when you're missing Joe Chi and when you're missing Williams, you have to go down to um, Pano at the five, which is still fine, but then they have nobody off the bench that could play that spot. And when you're coming against Adelaide, who are a bit big, heavy with Johnson, Franks, and Soto, it doesn't help. So it, it just it just happens. Like Creek is still going to be dropping thirty points every single game, but. They need other guys to step up around him and contribute a bit more than usual. And um, is it next week or the week after they get them all back? Well, Swartz might be back Sunday. Oh, yeah. But um, Brown and Brokoff. I think another week or two. Yeah. For them. So, well, I mean, but, um, you said you've they gotta... didn't have people step up. Tolly stepped up big time. Kyle oh, yeah. 20 ish points. They've had. And as you it. said, Aiden, it was, it was their fourth game in eight days. So when yeah. you only lose Adelaide by six points and you miss three of your starters, fourth yeah. game in eight days, you know, you're planning that game against Brisbane was not planned for them about two weeks ago. Exactly. They had so no idea. And they got changed last minute. They have to travel to Brisbane, fly back to Melbourne, go back to Adelaide in the span of three days with three of the stars missing and Joe Chi. Um, I think they, they are, I think they are a real contender for this season. Um, and I think it shows that Mitch Creek is MVP the last couple of games they've played as well. And they so, could beat Tassie this week as well. They've got every chance to beat Tassie. They did well against Adelaide. Yeah. Um, so he, once they're healthy and if Shochi somehow comes back, they are serious championship contenders. Um, and and pos- they have the potential to be the best team in the league um, come the end of the season. But we'll we'll see what happens. Yep. Um, anything else about South East Melbourne, Aiden? I reckon they, I reckon they can beat Tassie. I reckon they're not. They've had a day break now, and they could easily beat Tassie with the to play the team. Yeah. Look, I know we've talked about Brisbane the last couple of weeks about this. I thought we were going to move away from this topic. <laughs> well, there has been more coaching changes. Who would have guessed? Um, <laughs> not but me. positive, positive po- coaching positive. changes. No, 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 not a change. An addition. Not a change. An addition. Well, Greg Vanajat, they originally planned to have 
uh, another guy come in. Will, what was his name? Will Pavel. I don't remember his name, but he didn't, never came. I don't think we, we should remember his name. Um, but <laughs> either way, they bring in Greg Vanderjet for the rest of the season. The smart move, the finally, right move, they agree finally, with something. It may have been a small, small positive step in the right direction, but you take the positives right now Do if you you're know? Brisbane. And um, look, it's good to have him coach for the rest of the season. I, I think he's been their best coach out of their three. Yes, they're, they're three so far this season. I think he's been their best. Um, and he's also missed, hasn't had guys like Tyler Johnson and I think Aaron Baines missed a game last few games ago. I yeah. But um, I think he's doing a good job running out the season. Um, plus another coaching change is they're bringing in Pura Cameron, who is a New Zealand basketball legend. I think he, he wasn't, um, I wouldn't say he's an NBL legend, but a New Zealand basketball legend. Like he was the reason, I think they finished Fourth or yeah, they did fourth in the two thousand and two FIBA World Championship or something like that because of Piero Cameron. He was a beast back in the day for New Zealand and great coach as well. I think he won a championship in the New Zealand NBL as a coach with Wellington. Um, currently the national team coach. So um, you bring a guy like him in as assistant coach has really got to bolster that coaching staff and. They may even bring him in as head coach next season if you got him at the helm and he has a sensational World Cup campaign with New Zealand. Um, may as well bring him in as head coach. Or even even then, he's still a huge assistant coach addition. Um, the other the other potential coaching change, Liam Santa Maria mentioned today that another Kiwi, um, Judd Flavel, we know him, former Southeast Melbourne assistant coach and Breakers assistant coach. Not coaching anywhere at the moment. He's more than likely to be head coach for them next season. Um, Aiden, you you might know more about this because he's he's a former Phoenix guy. But <laughs> you might know more. Well, okay. What what do you what do you think of a Judd Flavel addition? As, I as think this is a, who they got it's right all now. lining up. It's all lining up right. Now. There's no way they put Perez in his system right now. For, I don't reckon. There's something going on behind the scenes. I reckon he's got the job. I'm going to yeah. lock it in now. I'm going to, it's not a hot take. I'm just going to lock it in now that he's going to be the head coach next season. It's going to be a fifth coach in, what, three seasons? <laughs> yeah. So lock it in now. That's all I'm going to say. Jackson, what do you, what do you make? Uh, either would be great. Flavel has a great um, record in the league as an assistant and also as a, what would we call him? Injury replacement head coach with um Simon COVID replacement, last year. COVID replacement. COVID replacement head coach. And um yeah, he went one and one or two and one when Mitchell was out. Two and one, and, I think, because he lost yeah. birth, but anyway. Yeah. And um look, he's a great coach and hopefully he's his time, he deserves it. Oh yeah. Is he an assistant right now for a toolbox? Was he like no, no, I don't think so. No, so, no. But, but um, hey, Pero would be good as well. So Brisbane, you're they on the keep up. those four guys coaching staff that is still yeah it got a lot of potential. You look at well. you got Piero Cameron, Flavel, uh, Peter Crawford, and Vanderjet. Those four guys have you know great experience, even though they've barely had head coaching gigs. I, I think they'll, despite Piero Cameron, I, I think they'll they'll be a good coaching staff yeah. for next year and step in the right direction. The local. Some of the best local coaching staff you can get there. It's always good to have locals. Um but a good win against Perth. Yep. Um yesterday yesterday. 
Toby's uh, best, shot probably was their best him. game for the season. I know that one big against the Hawks, but I don't think those games really really count as much. I, I thought their game yesterday was probably the best they've played all season. They looked um, switched on. Yeah, they they look like a totally different team. Sobey was unreal. Um, Jackson, what did you think of the game? Your your Wildcats going down. Can I ask why Luke Travers didn't play in overtime? Mm. He, well, was per- he in foul trouble? No. No. They were just not at all. With that lineup apparently. He he got fifteen and ten mm. and they didn't play him. He was shooting four from four from the three. And I don't know why. But um interesting from really. It's not like he was on a minutes restriction or anything. So I'm just a bit confused by that. So yeah. yeah. It was a good game, overtime game there. There was Chances for both teams to win it at other stages. We saw Sobi. I think it was Sobi that pulled up from from the half court yeah. to finish the game when he had Krebs diving in. There's a whole photo. That's the yeah. best photo I've seen all day. Like it's great. And Webster layup just rolls around the rim and misses out. Um, Perth would have won the game if they made how many eighteen missed free throws. <laughs> they like, made at least. Know. Bryce yeah. Con. What happened with Bryce Con? He doesn't like the Bruce he, Blair or Jacks. What's wrong with his free throw shooting over there? I don't know. Yeah, but watch him tear it up this weekend. Like, watch him go like 30 and 12 and whatnot. Like, what has he got? He's got the horse. He was, he was still big. I think he's still at He's going to drop points. 40 on a horse. He's still what, at yeah, 30 against Brisbane. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Show. No one even yeah. talks about it. He still had a huge stat line against Brisbane despite. Did the they loss. just talk about his free throw misses? And... Yeah. And um, this is his new hunting ground. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Salt. Uh, I want to talk about him quickly before we move on to, to hot takes. Uh, he retired. Today announced his retirement today at a, a relatively young age at 26, and it sucks because he, he's a guy that I, I always looked at him as like the Kiwi version of Isaac Humphreys. Like he was a guy that was capable of playing probably not a full season in the NBA, but like a Humphreys or Magne play a couple games in the NBA, um, but be one of the better bigs in the NBL, better local bigs. And it was just some health problems along the way. It's, you know, that stopped in the last three or four seasons. He was originally going to play in Poland and then whole issue. He got injured there. And then he's got to play in New Zealand NBL recently, got injured there. So it's, it's, it's a tough, it's kind of a forced retirement for him. It sucks, but you still look at his achievement, a short career, but still a really good achieve, uh, achieved career. You know, he was started for Virginia in the NCAA championship squad in 2019. Then he went to summer league a couple months later in 2019 mm-hmm. with the Suns and, um, he had really good potential and it just it sucks for a guy like Jack Salt who um, you know, he, he could have could have been a, a real big name player in the NBL and, and a real good player for New Zealand basketball in the future, but it but it sucks. It sucks. So we wish him all the best uh in the future. You guys got anything to say about Jack Salt? Well, we know he won't be like Jenna Bolden and going to crypto, so He never know. Well, never. look, I would hope so. But um no, I, I feel like if he was very healthy last season at Brisbane, or the season before? Last, last season. Yeah. If it was the healthy last season, he would have been the most hot property big in the market, I reckon. He would be, you know. Yeah, I think the, there were some teams that were interested in, in the yeah. year before, and, and I think this season, but again, injuries just got in his yeah. way. So, um, yeah. I reckon he'll still play in the NBL. Like, he'll play a few games. I don't think so. I think he's he's completely done. He can't even get. He, he tried to play for them recently in the off season. Yeah. He couldn't get a game. So, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. We'll see what happens. Maybe Cam Besto 
suit to go into an agent. Um, <laughs> I could see that. I could actually see that. Oh, yeah. He seems like a smart guy. Right. Hot take of the week. I'll go Someone first. else goes first. Jackson's going first. So, um, no, there's been a whole lot of talk in recent days about the success of the Christmas Day game and how there should be more games on Christmas. And I think, this is my hot take, if they jump the shark and go two games next year, they will never play a Christmas Day game again. Because I think it would be a total disaster if they rush things now instead of build it over the next couple of years and then you go to two games. I like that. Bad, I think that yeah, I think that's true. I think most people are saying you slow down. All right. First game was all right. But let's not move the two games immediately. Let's just try and improve from the first game and then see where we go from there. I think there's still a lot of improvements that need to be done for it. But I write it. Aiden? Um, Milton Joy will drop a triple double um one of these games against Phoenix or Sydney this round. Right. I like it. It's funny because you were you were literally begging him before he pressed record, hey? No, I was begging Josh Majet. I wasn't begging him. <laughs> I was happy with his performance. I was begging the combo of maybe different offense. I was thinking <laughs> of just, just before who who was the last player in the NBL to get a triple double? Was it Giddy? No, that's on Arctic. We talked uh, about Kiefer Sykes. Finn Delaney? No. Delaney didn't. No, someone did last season. Someone did. No, no, no one did. No one did last season. I think it was Giddy. I thought it was someone. No. Did Sykes get one after Giddy or? No. He did get one, but Giddy got more after. I think someone got one last season. I swear. I swear someone's got one before after. I'm checking. Will McDowell White did have one, but it was before Giddy as well, around that time. There must have been someone before. After that, before that. I don't think there was last season. There definitely hasn't been this season. So that's a huge call to, to say that <laughs> Milton Doyle gets a triple double soon because there has not been one since Josh Giddy. So, so McDowell White was after Josh Giddy, yeah. Was it Connor get one last? Season? I swear someone got one. No, nah, Cotton didn't get a triple double. We'll look at it, we'll look at it later. We'll look for your post and go. Um, right, my hot take. You ready for this one? Ever. See, Jackson's not looking right now. He's got to look down and go, what? Right, oh, no. hot take. Here we go. The Cairns Taipans will not finish in the top six. Oh, I actually... I actually oh. You know, I, I actually rate that. that, that, that that's good. Uh, I, 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 I don't have the boys who said it just yet. I'm saying it right now. I think this is the time to say it. They are the biggest pretenders in the league right now. Yes, they're looking good. They were 10 and 5 a couple games ago, but if they're going to keep living and dying by the three, you know, yes, they might win some games here and there, but come around the end of the season, it's very tight. And I, I think they'll they'll lose some games here and there. And I just. Let's see the run. Let's, let's go for each. Let's go for each game. Let's go. They got Adelaide this week and then they got the Hawks. I, I just I don't think it's a matter of of matchups in the NBA. You can always look at the fixture and say, "Oh, it's a tough, easy fixture." That never it does that doesn't matter in the NBA. Well, then who do you have six of them? That's my question. Do you have Adelaide. United? Oh, Adelaide. I, I just I just you I, know, I was going to say. Um, yeah, let me, you had let me, let me further explain my point. I look at the other teams um, that are below them right now: Tassie, Perth, Adelaide. I think all three teams. Adelaide will they're probably not better than Cairns at the moment. But they will be better once they add Ian Clark for sure. Um, Perth, they just went on a five-game win streak. And Four games. 
No, it was five. It was five. And Tassie, Tassie, I think they're a better team than Cairns as well. I think they they've got they don't just live and die by the three like Cairns. So I just don't think they'll make it. I just don't think they have the particular depth. If one guy, if DJ Hogg goes down or, or one of those guys go down, if Pinder goes high, down, we saw that on Friday. Hogg or yeah, Pinder, if Pinder goes down, we saw that I Friday night over. when Pinder went down. They were shocked. Yeah, they yeah. I I just looking at that game against Melbourne. I just I just can't see them being a top six team. I just think, think they're pretenders at the moment. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's my hot take. Um, yeah, no, I, that's good. I like they're, they're, they're the most vulnerable. Like I, everyone's saying, things are vulnerable because things. Like they got killed by Perth the other day. They led a hundred and five. Like they dropped, Perth dropped a hundred and five on them last week. So, you know. And you look at you know they beat the Hawks by a point. They barely beat the depleted Brisbane for... team. Um, so yeah, the Cairns they beat Hawks by ten plus this weekend. You know, I'm on the train. With you. I'm fighting them off. They don't. Yeah. Right. We're ready for the final five. The final five. <laughs> Is Gorjak Gak the most underrated player in the league? You. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say yes. I like that. Yes. Can Mitch Creek still get a gig in the NBA? Ah, uh, sure. I love Mitch, but it's... yeah, unless, unless it's a full contract, and yes, but if it's a no, you know, yeah, you I... could at least get a ten day by the end of this season on a championship team, like you nearly did with Golden State, and yeah, go for it. But I meant like full, like full time deal, and no. No, I'm saying just even if it's one any day, contract, then yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, you think yeah, he yeah, can? Yeah, I'm not saying full contract. I'm saying can he still get a gig in the no, yeah. yeah, no matter what. I reckon is. he can. No, no, no. Um, I reckon he can. Yeah, after yeah. Jackson, you still say no? If we're saying any contract, yes, even a ten but... day at the end. Once the NBL season finishes, those random teams sign on a ten day just random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Should United keep Rajon Tucker for next season? Look, if you asked me a few weeks ago, I would have said no. But based on his form lately, yes. Yeah, I'd try and keep him. But maybe for a cheaper deal because I heard it was a bit expensive. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, Jackson will like this question. Did Brady Manick pull off a David Ware season? And I don't know if you... Do you no, guys understand I what I mean? I yeah, mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> but he's had... On the brink, when he was playing for the Kings a few years back, he was on the brink of getting sacked by the Kings. He has one sensational game. And they're like, all right, we'll keep him for the rest of the year. Well, he yeah, but Mannix had, <laughs> had more than one game. No, David Ware didn't even play that great that game. He saved him with one shot. Like, I reckon, yeah. Not in terms of the same like output as what we're had, but like in terms of he performed like he really played good. A when, when he good games in between yeah, that that's, that's, saved that's... him from, from staying. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. But there's still a whole lot to go and hopefully he performs well near the end of the season. Yes, when it matters. Do Adelaide I know Adelaide is seventh right now, but do they still have a chance of finishing the top two? No. No. Did you see that thing I sent you last night? No, it's going to be tough if they do. I know, but 
Like, I see crazier happened. things, but like... Hey, hey, when Ian Clark came into Sydney last season, how many games did they win in a row? Yeah, but like, they, 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 they don't forget Jalen Evans didn't play for most of the Davis games as well. So like, they... they, they, they Still, you, know. you never know. Um, all right, tips. I've got one for you, Evan Wade. Oh, all right, all right. Melbourne United, you know how they've gone to the bluish color? Has that been a good move? Why? Because you just seen the... the uh... What's in the jersey? The leak, um, the, the leak, leak of their new a, heritage. Yeah. It's not a leak. It they they put it in stores. Yeah, so. someone someone's put it in stores. It's not, it's not really a leak if you've been out of a mistake. Just gonna put it out there. But like, I feel like we were both bagging it at the start, but it's looked alright the last few seasons. I think this just goes well. I don't know. What do you think? I just think that for jerseys, they need to put the main sponsor under the number, like you don't care, G League and FIBA jerseys. Yeah, make so it look ten yeah. times better. Just having sponsors above it just makes yeah. it look disgusting. Now, answer the question. The blue. Was it a good change? I, I don't know. I don't really care. I'm... Okay. It's a team, yeah. <laughs> I don't Does really it? care. Uh, I like the move. Yeah. The blues, I reckon, work. All right. Tips for the week. Here we go. Adelaide, Brisbane. Adelaide. Adelaide, Joss. Adelaide. Uh, Sydney, Tasmania. Tassie. Tassie. Yeah, Tassie. Tassie? Yeah, we're going to Tassie. We're going to go opposite here. Sydney yeah. here. All right. All right. I'm going Sydney. That's well, Tassie beat them last time. From you guys. They, they beat... I'm just, I'm Illawarra, like, Perth in Illawarra. Look, if Perth don't win this game... I'm, I'm going with an upset again. I'm going Illawarra. Well, not again, but Illawarra. Perth. Illawarra. Jackson always... always no, Jackson's going to be very curious. Like, well, I, do. I didn't do it last week, so I'm going to do it this week. <laughs> Cairns, Cairns, Adelaide in Cairns. Adelaide. Did you do the news, Eve Day? Cairns. I'm going to say Adelaide, so it actually makes sense of what I've been saying the last couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Has he Phoenix? I reckon, we, Has I reckon he? Phoenix wins that. Tassie, Phoenix are a bit depleted at the moment. Brisbane, yeah, Melbourne, mm -hmm. in Brisbane. What was it? Melbourne. Again? I'm going to say Brisbane. Yeah, let's go Brisbane. They've been playing well at home. Um, And I believe this is the last game of the round. Illawarra, Cairns. Cairns. Uh, let's go Hawks. I'm going Hawks again. I'm going to say Hawks are going to go 2 for 2 this weekend. You're saying Cairns are going 0 from 2 to 2, basically. <laughs> They've got to head into the new year with a couple of wins. You know, get the, get the season. Get the double dip against Perth, the double against Cairns, two contenders. Jeez, that, that, <laughs> that, that's bold. I, I've already said Phoenix against Tassie, given that Phoenix had an eight-day eight break and Tassie had a two-game turnaround. But you never know. Can we also note that New Zealand isn't playing this round? Yeah. Why did they reschedule that game this round? I don't get it. It's so yeah. stupid, but... Yeah, why didn't they play? Why didn't they reschedule a game for this week? I'm... Like, why, why add it to the last game of the round? Why were that. they not playing in this round wait, so to wait, begin wait. with? Yeah, that's yeah. what I don't get. So, wait, wait. New Zealand play. Sorry, Brisbane would play Phoenix in the last game. So, that, that is now Brisbane New Zealand, yeah? I don't know. I'm, I'm I figured something like that. As, because I'm, I'm just as I, lost I, as just, you But I, I don't understand why they made Phoenix play Brisbane that game anyway. Like, there's no point. That game was stupid. Yeah, it's. It's odd, but you know, yeah, that's what it is. Like, you just got to deal with it now, you know. It's the roaming of world. Anyway, that will do for another episode of the NBL News Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll hope you guys have a, a good New Year's Eve break, and we'll see you guys next week.